This is Generation Justice, a multiracial project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Barbara Ramirez. And I'm Zan Dixon. We want to remind you that this program broadcasts from the rightful lands of the Tiwa people. Tonight, we start our three-part series showcasing our interns' presentations created to educate and inform us all. This summer, DJ Media Justice interns researched and studied important topics and the disinformation that surrounds each of these areas. The interns then put together presentations. These projects express and encourage our core values of community, action, and love. In this production, we'll learn more about the disinformation that surrounds masks, the vaccine, and the Delta variant of COVID-19 from Media Justice or GJ interns, Jamel Sanchez, Isabel Becerra, and Arturo Archuleta. This is such a relevant topic that impacts all of us one way or the other. This presentation is entitled Mask, Vaccine, and the Delta Variant Myths and Truths. Before we start our educational presentation, we bring you a song that holds the sentiment that is important. Here is Stand By Me by Ben E. King. So It is so important to stay informed about masks, COVID-19 and the vaccines, especially when so many of us have gotten the attitude that the global pandemic is over. And the Delta variant is reminding us that it's certainly not over. We are still in it. That is why I am pleased to introduce this presentation on masks, the vaccine and Delta variant myths and truths. Researched and presented by three of our media justice interns, Shemel Sanchez, Isabel Becerra and Arturo Archuleta. Hello, my name is Jamal Sanchez. I am 17 years old. My pronouns are he, him, his. I identify as Native American and Black. I have been with GJ for a few months now, which is my first year here with GJ, and I will be a senior at Cleveland High School. Hello, everyone. My name is Arturo Archuleta. I'm 16 years old. My pronouns are he, him, his. I identify as Nuevo Mexicano Chicano. I've been with GJ for about two years now. I'm going to be junior at the Early College Academy. Hello, everyone. My name is Isabel Becerra. I am 16 years old, and I'm going to be a junior at Albuquerque High School. My pronouns are she or hers, and I have been with GJ for almost four years now. Um, I identify as a person with mixed heritage. So now we are going to talk about mask myths and vaccine myths, as well as Delta variant information. That's correct, Isabel. In 2019, the World Health Organization announced a disease called COVID-19. COVID-19 is a form of SARS, and the CO stands for corona, the VI stands for virus, and the D for disease. The coronavirus is, like I said, a form of SARS. The word corona means crown, and it refers to its appearance from the spike protein sticking out of it. As we know, the Delta variant is relatively new, so it is important to continue wearing masks and get vaccinated. Parents have grown concern of athletes having difficulty breathing while wearing the mask while exercising. The Hartford Healthcare Rehabilitation Network 
actually did a test on surgical masks and other masks with three layers of cloth. And there were no signs where any athlete were rebreathing carbon dioxide while exercising. Along with not getting enough oxygen, people with pre-existing conditions are concerned about not getting enough oxygen. For example, people with asthma. The American Academy of Allergy did a test with patients with and without asthma, and they found there were no difference in level with oxygen uh, with people wearing a mask, regardless of any kind of mask, whether it's uh, medical or homemade. And there are beliefs that asymptomatic individuals cannot spread COVID to one another. And according to the CDC, they declared that COVID-19 is an airborne disease. So when you breathe, talk, spit, or cough, or sneeze, you actually release small droplets that can carry viruses and affect other people. And there are beliefs that masks don't actually protect anyone against COVID-19. The University of California in San Francisco did a test with a high-speed video where it showed that close to all droplets were blocked by a washcloth or any type of other mask when the mouth was covered. And now I will pass it on to Arturo for the COVID-19 vaccine. Thank you, Jamel. According to the New Mexico Department of Health, as of July 26th, 2021, 64.4% of adults 18 years or older have received both doses of the vaccine. But 72.5% of adults 18 years or older have received at least one dose of the vaccine. 37.4% of kids ages 12 through 17 years old have received both doses. But 46.8% of kids 12 through 17 have received only one dose of the vaccine. So although these are relatively high numbers, there's still a large amount of New Mexicans who have received none or only one of the vaccine of their vaccinations. So why are people not getting vaccinated? Well, there are a lot of concerns regarding the vaccine, as well as a lot of misinformation and even disinformation. So this time we're going to debunk some of these false facts and claims about the vaccine. So one of the most common concerns is that the vaccine has been rushed, and because of this, it could be dangerous. Well, in a GJ interview with Rabia Khan, a research assistant at UNM Hospital in a lab that specializes in vaccine development, she explains that the development of vaccines for similar SARS viruses, which COVID is a form of SARS, they've been in the process of research since 2003 during the discovery, the first ever discovery of SARS viruses. So at this point in time, scientists already had a very strong foundation for creating a vaccine. Um, it was really just a matter of altering their research to now fit the certain form of SARS, which was COVID-19, and that's certain form of the virus. So many people are also concerned about any potential harmful long-lasting side effects that may not be known yet. Well, Rabia Khan, again, regarding this concern, explained that a majority of short-term side effects happen immediately and don't often last long. So examples of these include fever, cough, headache, and these often appear one or two days after receiving the vaccination. In terms of long-lasting symptoms, the only ones that have been seen are very, very rare, and they've only occurred with patients who experienced other medical conditions that could have affected the vaccine performance. And so in terms of the bitter common side effects that people are worried about, at this point, it's been six months since many people have received the vaccination. And so at this point in time, if there were any major long-lasting side effects, they would have been seen by now with the time that the vaccine has been in many people's systems and the time it has had to have had any major effect. And so another misconception that has brought about a lot of moral and ethical concerns is the idea that fetal cells are used in the COVID vaccine. However, the facts are often misinterpreted. So according to the Nebraska Medicine Center, 
fetal cells are not used to produce mRNA vaccines, which is what the COVID vaccine is. It's a form of mRNA vaccine. So in terms of the vaccine that it's in many people's systems that many of us have taken, there are no forms of fetal cells within it at all. Where the confusion arises is that companies like Pfizer and Moderna have performed some confirmation tests using fetal cell lines. So there's no fetal cells used to produce the vaccine, but fetal cell lines were used to test the vaccine. But the big difference is that fetal cell lines are very different than normal fetal cells. Fetal cell lines are grown in a lab. They originated from a collection of fetal cells that were gathered over 20 years ago in the 70s, 80s. And since then, these cells were able to continue to reproduce and grow on their own through mitosis, which is how cells are able to reproduce and split and adapt. So since this time, since, since they gathered these first cells, they've had no need to gather any new, any new forms of these cells because they've been able to grow and reproduce on their own. So it's not like in order to test the vaccine, they've had to go get some fetus cells that were taken from an abortion earlier that day. They're able to use these fetal cell lines, which have been growing and they've had since over 20 years ago. And so another false claim is that the COVID vaccine will change or alter your DNA. And so a report by Medline Plus, which is an online information service produced by the United States National Library of Medicine, explains that DNA is stored within the nucleus of your cells. The vaccine, as we mentioned earlier, contains mRNA, which is very different than DNA. mRNA is information that is used to create proteins within the cell. So when this mRNA enters your system and your cells through the vaccine, it travels to the ribosomes, which is right next to the nucleus. It's close to it, but completely separate area of the cell. And when this mRNA enters the ribosome, it gives the ribosomes information to create and produce proteins, which allow the cell to fight against and recognize the COVID-19 virus. And so the final misconceptions are the belief that because the vaccine contains forms of the COVID virus, that this could be dangerous. And that's why the second dose makes you sicker. Well, once again, according to Rabia Khan, the vaccines only use particles that are shaped like the virus, but they actually don't have any viral protein, which viral protein is pretty much what makes the virus a virus and which makes it so dangerous and deadly. Your body does not react the same way it would with a regular virus. Instead, it helps the body learn about the virus and create antibodies to fight against future viruses that could enter your body in the future. And at this time, I'm going to pass it over to Isabel, who's going to tell us everything we need to know about the Delta variant. Hello, everyone. I'm going to be speaking about the Delta variant and some things important to know about it. So some variants that have been identified are Alpha, Beta, Gamma, and Delta. Alpha is currently the most common variant in the United States. There's also a classification scheme used to identify the severity of the variant. These are variant of interest, variant of concern, and variant of high concern. The Delta variant actually falls under the variant of concern, which is why we are talking about it today. So how do COVID-19 variants develop? Viruses constantly change the mutation. Each time a virus is passed on, it changes, develops, and evolves. The CDC website describes this phenomenon as a tree branching out, which I think is a very helpful uh, imagery. Um, and although our knowledge is very limited when it comes to variants, we do know that some variants spread more easily and can be resistant to treatment. So why are masks important? As mentioned before, we know that most viruses are airborne and masks protect us from these infectious air particles. This ultimately slows the spread of these variants. Since we don't know much about these variants, it's better to protect ourselves from them. 
So why is the Delta variant important to know about? As of now, the Delta variant has reached 49 out of 50 states very quickly. It is a very dominant variant. And as mentioned before, it was flagged as a variant of concern. It is found that the mutations replicate faster with the strain, and it, that makes it much easier for the virus to fight your immune system, putting even young people at risk. Some disinformation campaigns around the Delta variant are that the Delta variant is not a big deal, and even that the Delta variant is not real. So these are two great examples of disinformation and propaganda that's portrayed in the social media and are sometimes used as manipulation tactics. Unfortunately, these manipulation tactics discredit valuable information that is used to help vulnerable people who are at risk. These disinformation campaigns put a lot of people at risk because the Delta variant, like I said before, is classified as a variant of concern, which is really scary here in the United States considering things are opening back up. So it's very important to still be very cautious and understand that these disinformation campaigns are and can cause harm. So lastly, I'm going to state some other information that's important to know. So according to the New Mexico Department of Health, as of July 23rd, there are 244 new confirmed COVID cases in New Mexico, and more than 51% of COVID cases in America are related to the Delta variant. As of now, 87 cases of the Delta variant have been found in New Mexico, and it is predicted that there will be a surge in Delta variant-related cases in the fall. So I'm going to go into main takeaway and future steps. So the main purpose of this presentation is to help you have an understanding of the importance of wearing masks, getting vaccinated, and as well as helping you acknowledge the severity of the Delta variant. It is also vital to have good resources and to be aware of the dangers of disinformation. I'm going to pass it on to Arturo and ask, how can GJ help this cause? Thank you, Isabel. So here at GJ, it's our responsibility to uplift reliable information when consuming it ourselves or sharing it with others. So it's very important that we recognize and share reliable information, as well as actively disprove disinformation and help others recognize sources that might be providing false information. So it's very important that we keep in mind the media we share and where we get our information from. And so now I'm gonna pass it over to Jamel, who's gonna tell us a bit more about how we can protect ourselves from this virus. Of course, Arturo. Well, the first thing we can do is practice social distancing, meaning staying six feet apart to prevent the COVID-19 virus from spreading to one another. The second thing we can do is to continue wearing masks, whether we are fully vaccinated or we only have one dose. It's important to continue to wear masks to help prevent the Delta variant from spreading to one another. And the final thing we can do is to get vaccinated. We've come too far to risk it all, so it's important to get vaccinated to protect ourselves. If we can continue to do these things, we can remain open and to get back to a fully normal lifestyle. Uh, Isabel, would you be kind enough to provide us with some resources for more information? Of course. So the World Health Organization, the United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and the National Institute of Health are all good resources to use when keeping updated and sharing information with others. A little more about these resources. So the HWO is an agency of the United Nations responsible for international public health. 
The CDC is the National Public Health Agency for the United States, and the NIH is the primary agency for the United States government responsible for biomedical and public health research. Lastly, the NMDOH is the New Mexico Health Department. This is where locals can go to find out how to get vaccinated. You can also go to the website to find the most updated COVID-19 data and numbers around the Delta variant and recent cases. So I'm going to pass it to Arturo. Thank you all for listening to our presentation. We hope that you were able to learn something new after this and we'll be able to take this information and help educate others. It's vital that we continue to monitor the information we consume and share by making sure that it is both accurate and reliable. So stay safe and help protect others. Thank you, Jamal, Isabel, and Arturo for taking the time to research this subject and sharing it in such a wonderful presentation. It is concerning to hear about the disinformation and different ways people spread it surrounding the vaccine and COVID as a whole, especially since the disinformation directly harms others. I'm thankful that you shared this information with us and helped us further understand what this new variant is. You all have shown such leadership throughout the development of this research presentation. Thank you to each of you for researching the myths and finding the truths, and for debunking the disinformation around the vaccine. At a time where we are experiencing the third wave of COVID-19 in this country, it is so important that we give out the truth. You are making the difference. Coming up next, we share the steps you can take to get vaccinated. To get us thinking more about this, let's enjoy some local music that continues our focus on topics of COVID-19 and community health. Starting with New Normal by Miani, about being a young person during the pandemic, followed by Jay Hennigan's Not About You, a song about masks and the importance of wearing them. Enjoy! Now I just can't wait till I see my friends again, my friends again. My fam again. I can't wait. I can't wait. She says, My hair's a mess and my nails are bare. Can't find a store open anyway. This mask doesn't go with my outfit today. And you can't make me wear it anyway. Well, sister, wake up. not about you no it's not about you welcome back to generation justice it is so important that we keep getting the truth about COVID and vaccinations out, especially because so many in our community are not yet vaccinated or cannot get vaccinated because they're too young. We still need to work together to protect each other and to help end this deadly global pandemic. That's right. You can keep up with the new COVID-19 regulations and cases from the New Mexico Department of Health by visiting their website at cv.nmhealth.org. Thanks for that resource, Anne. So have you signed up to get the COVID vaccine yet? 
Yes, it was very easy. The first step is to register. You can visit cvvaccine.nmhealth.org to sign up. Then you can fill out your profile information and wait for your turn. That's right. Once you receive a notification, you can schedule your appointment and get vaccinated. What's the website again, Zen? Listeners can visit cvvaccine.nmhealth.org to register and to learn more about the vaccine. The CDC's masking guidelines recommend people should still wear masks indoors even when fully vaccinated in counties where COVID transmission is substantial or high. In New Mexico, that applies to 14 counties, including Bernalillo, Sandoval, and Valencia counties in the metro area. And the APS board voted 5-1 to Wednesday evening to require all students, staff, and visitors to wear masks indoors, including on buses, regardless of vaccination status. So mask up, keep washing your hands, practice social distancing, and remember, COVID-19 vaccines are an essential tool to help stop the global deadly pandemic. Let's get back to some amazing music. Here is My Shot by Hamilton, followed by Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar and Big Shot by Billy Joel. I will lay down my life if it sets us free. Eventually you'll see my ascendancy. And I am not thrown away my shot. I am not thrown away my shot. And you're just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. I'm not thrown away my shot We hope you've enjoyed this hour of youth leadership and community love. We'd like to thank our presenters, Jamal Sanchez, Isabel Becerra, and Arturo Archuleta. Tonight's hour of radio was produced by Roberta Rayal with production assistance from my co-host, Barbara Ramirez, and additional support from Lily Lucal. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcast, which are also available on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We are also active on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and follow our playlist on Spotify. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from... with 
additional funding from the NEE Casey Foundation, and of course, all of you who can contribute to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by POD. Our last songs of the night include I Will Survive by Gloria Graynor and Here Comes the Sun by The Beatles. I am Barbara Ramirez. And I'm Zan Dixon. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Good night, New Mexico, and remember to do your part to protect our community. It's alright.